This morning, we're going to start unpacking one of the most astonishing miracles of the New Testament, and in fact, the only one that you're going to find in all four of the Gospels. What is a sign? What does a sign do? Well, a sign is something that points to something else. It gives you directions. It gives you orientation. I mean, we got a sign out front that says Preston Crest Church of Christ. And it is not the Preston Crest Church of Christ. It just points the way. This building isn't the Preston Crest Church of Christ. You guys are. The sign just tells people, you know, at, at, at 1045 on Sunday morning, you're going to find the Preston Crest Church of Christ together. A sign is, is not a destination. A sign is a marker along the way. It, it's a means. It's not an end and a good sign will get your attention and will give you some information to use along your journey. And so here is a pretty good interpretive uh, point to remember when you read miracle stories in the New Testament. Um, understanding the signs in the ministry of Jesus and his apostles, these miracles that are occurring are signs that point to his identity. To point to Jesus as the Son of God. That point to this emerging kingdom that's being birthed into the world. And so these signs, these miracles that are signs, are always pointing to Jesus and his kingdom. Uh, The first key to reading the signs this morning is that the God of the universe chooses to work in partnership with people like you and me. He chooses to work in partnership with us. Question, did Jesus need the five barley loaves, the two small fish? And I love the way the story points out that the fish were small. As if, you know, if they were larger fish, 5,000 would be no problem. But, you know, they were small. So, did Jesus really need the loaves and the fish? Well, the Bible is this very powerful book with a very powerful message and one of the part of that message is this that the god of the universe prefers to channel his power to channel his love through our limitations when you really get to know jesus you see pretty quickly that he has chosen to use you in spite of better yet because of your limitations number two reading the signs In order for Jesus to work through me, and we've talked about this lately, I have to release control. I have to release control. Uh, When Jesus takes into his hands the boys' barley loaves and fish and prays over them and gets his disciples to pass out the food, the miracle happens. It all starts when the boy hands over the loaves and hands over the fishes. And so John is going to use three verbs here in verse 11. He says that Jesus took the food, that Jesus gave thanks, and that Jesus distributed. That's how he works. Now, for me to partner up with God, for me to experience this multiplying power of Jesus, I've got to release control. That means, obviously, that I've got to trust Jesus enough to turn things over to him. The third thing this morning about reading the signs is so important. Don't trade God's mission for a good mission. Don't trade God's mission for a good mission. Now, let me explain what I'm saying here. Um, Good mission? Feeding the hungry. I mean, that's a very good mission. 
something that we're called to do. God's mission, feeding the soul. Good mission, healing the sick. God mission, healing the soul. When we just stop at good missions, Jesus says we're missing out on the God mission. And so a faith encounter with Jesus does more than than fill an empty stomach. Does more than heal a hurt. A true faith encounter with the Son of God leads to a lifestyle of yielding, of submission to Him. Are you going to be satisfied with some good missions, some good projects? Or are you going to be consumed with God's mission?